Good morning, goddesses. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and this is the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every morning for a 20-minute episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all of the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystals, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, just to name a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. Today is January 31st of 2020, and this is the Goddess Morning Show. I'm your, I'm your host, Shannon, and we are moving into the planetary positions and moon for today. The sun is in Aquarius, the moon is in Aries, Mercury is in Aquarius, Venus is in Pisces, Mars is in Sagittarius, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus is in Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, Pluto in Capricorn, and Chiron in Aries. Our goddess for the day is Anana, and this article comes to us from mythology.net. It says, Anana, also known as Ishtar in Akkadian mythology, is a goddess associated with the morning and evening star Venus. She is viewed as both as an independent powerful and sensual figure, but also as a young girl under patriarchal control. The goddess is also noted for her dual nature, her feminine as well as masculine traits. Anana was originally worshipped as a vegetation deity, but later raised to the status of Queen of Heaven, the Mesopotamians' favored goddess. In Uruk, she was worshipped as their patron deity, especially at the main center, the Iana Temple, meaning meaning the house of heaven. The goddess was connected to the Uruk dating as far back as the Uruk period of 4000 to 3100 BC. The poems of Inanna, such as The Descent of Inanna, carry her qualities through to the ritual and ceremonies in her honor. The sacred marriage of Anana and Dumuzi was celebrated at the autumn equinox in order to bring fertility to the lands. The king and priestess would reenact the sexual union of the god and goddess, either symbolically or perhaps through actual intercourse. And moving on to the stone for today... It comes to us from energymuse.com. We have red jasper. And red jasper, when it comes to manifesting strength, courage, and wisdom, is your all-in-one stone that resonates with the earth and its seemingly endless layers of colors and shades. Like a beautifully painted landscape, These unique stones echo the vast and complex ecosystem and its integral part of the life-giving elements of the planet. 
Made up of a varied group of stones, the jasper crystal meaning comes from its different ratios of microcrystalline quartz combined with silicon dioxide. This combination of minerals gives its opaque appearance and colors that range from red and brown to yellow and green. Thanks to its earthy appearance and powerful grounding effects, the jasper crystal is often included in healing layouts, particularly red jasper, a variety known as one of the best root chakra stones. By energizing and purifying your center energy field, jasper helps open up the root chakra to all other energy centers in the body. Dating back to ancient civilizations, shamans and healers from the days of old wore protective talismans and amulets that contained jasper stones in strong masculine shades like brown and red, the colors of earth and blood, the essence of life. Here's an interesting historical tidbit. Derived from the Persian word for treasurer, the jasper crystal meaning can be traced back to biblical times. According to legend, this name was traditionally assigned to the wise men, also known as magi, or three kings who are said to have visited the newborn Jesus. Okay, from Annie'sRemedy.com, we have our herb for the day, and that is mullein. And its medicinal uses offer healing for congestion, cough, earache, sore throat, and can be helpful helpful in stopping smoking. It is an anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, astringent, breath uh, making your breath smell better, a demulcent, and an expectorant. And you can use the leaves, flowers, and roots. Its constituents contain ascorbic acid, coumarin, Crocatin, hesperidin, magnesium, and verbescoside. The, the ancient reputation that Moline enjoyed in both Europe and Asia of having the power to exercise evil spirits may be attributed to the magic Moline oil that can perform on an earache. A combination of garlic and Moline flowers oil is the traditional oil used for ear infections, which is both antibacterial and analgesic. A combination of garlic oil and mullein is good for our animal companions as well. It works on ear mites and helps control fleas and itching. Mullein's flowers are also used in teas to coat sore throats and calm coughing. Mullein tones and soothes irritated lungs and speeds healing of damaged tissues, which could help lungs damaged by smoking recover. Mullein is one of the traditional smoking herbs as well, which could be used as a tobacco substitute to help smokers quit. Mullein flowers infused in olive oil are also used to ease the pain of swollen rheumatic joints. In our climate change news for today. We have an article by Genevieve Ruam 
from January 30th, and it says, Portland schools, Portland public schools launch climate change-focused curriculum with PGE grant. It says students at Bridger K-8 on a water filtration project in Portland, Oregon, have looked at climate change. The protests, the walkouts, and the persistence of over-climate change is paying off for these students. Thursday, Portland Public Schools launched a first-of-its-kind curriculum focused on climate change. The earth is warming up, and we want to save it before the earth ends, says Amanda, a fifth-grade student. PPS is partnering with Portland General Electric on the project. It's all possible thanks to a $250,000 grant from PGE. Students at Bridger K-8, a school that cares greatly about climate change, learned the news Thursday morning while working on a water filtration project. It's a change that we need now, and it, we need it for our kids, for our future, and for our present. What a best way... What are the best ways to help these students to be global agents of change? And they say that the comprehensive K-12 curriculum will focus on the causes and consequences of climate change. Once developed, the curriculum will publicly be publicly available for other districts to use and tailor. Okay. And in Going Zero Waste, we have the Beginner's Guide to Zero Waste Living. And it says, just starting out your zero waste journey, let me be the first to welcome you to the community. It can be a little overwhelming when you're trying to figure out where to start. These 10 tips will help you figure out those first beginner steps. If you feel like you've mastered the beginning steps, you can look at a different article on the ultimate steps. If you're looking for more information, make sure to head to Zero Waste Tips for Beginners on the Zero Waste blog, where all the best beginner tips are rounded up in one easy and convenient location. Number one, write down your why. What's the reason you decided to go zero waste? Writing it down solidifies your resolve giving you something to reference whenever you need motivation. Number two, focus on eliminating single-use items first. Waste is everywhere, so before you overburden yourself, focus on cutting out single-use items. What do you find yourself reaching for most? Plastic utensils, paper napkins, plastic water bottles. Feel free to write them down and eliminate them first. Number three, Use what you have. You don't have to buy new items to be zero waste. Look around your house. What zero waste tools do you already have? Empty glass jars are great for storing dry bulk foods, homemade treats, leftovers, composting on the go, or an impromptu water bottle. An old shirt can be made into a reusable produce bag or cut up into hankies or rags. Reusable cutlery in your kitchen can be used for to-go utensils. You don't have to buy things, just get creative. Number four, buy secondhand first. When you do have to buy an item, 
check your local thrift stores first. They might just have what you need at a much lower cost. And these items in thrift stores have already been made, so new resources do not need to be wasted on creating them. You're also keeping a perfectly good item out of a landfill. Number five, wait and wait some more. When you see an item like you like or want, ask yourself if you really need it. Step away from the item and wait a few days. She recommends 30. This will allow you to avoid overconsumption. If there's something you need, always ask friends and family before buying it. Number six, learn how to make things yourself. Most toiletries, makeup, and processed food items are packaged in plastic. You can greatly reduce this kind of waste by learning how to make things yourself. Number seven, get involved with your community. Your community can help you achieve so much. It's a great way to get friends, family, and neighbors involved in reducing their trash. You'll be able to see an awesome local impact. Number eight, find your support group. Whether it be online or with friends and family, having a support group matters. These are the people you can talk about things zero waste to. If you live with your parents or have a family, get them involved. Number nine, appreciate your possessions. Our society is quick to throw things out when something breaks or stops working. Challenge consumerism by developing a relationship with your items. Purchasing products built to last will also save money in the long run. If something breaks, take the time to repair it or repurpose it. If you treat your items with care, chances are they'll last a lot longer too. Number 10, start decomposting, or I'm sorry, start composting. Composting is awesome for the environment. Give it a go by placing all your food scraps into a jar and putting them in the freezer. Then just Dump the scraps off at your local food scrap drop-off location. If you have a backyard, invest in a tumbler. All you have to do is add your food scraps and give it a crank. In no time, you'll have fresh, nutrient-dense compost. Okay, our next article comes to us from Yoga Journal. The author's name is Naomi Anand. And on January 30th, she wrote, Eight Yoga Poses to Sleep Better Tonight. Try this sequence before bed or any time to relieve stress and calm your nervous system. And those poses, I'm going to skip down to the actual poses, are the cat-cow and the child's pose, the child's pose diagonal stretch, extended puppy pose, resolved child's pose, Lide, I'm sorry, gosh, I'm dyslexic today. Side lying spinal twist and savasana. Okay, the mental hat, mental. I don't know what is wrong with me that I can't read today. The mental health apps that professionals recommend. Uh, it says by Bianca Rodriguez on January 29th in Marie Claire. It is estimated that at least one in every five Americans struggle with some kind of mental illness. As we continue to communicate openly about mental health and work towards breaking the stigma, the technology we use isn't far behind. 
You might have noticed an increase in apps that bill themselves as the leading tool for anxiety and depression, but these claims often aren't supported by professionals. It's important to know when choosing an app to help with your mental health symptoms that the American Psychiatric Association recommends personally evaluating each one. We've seen a shift in the last decade of how we talk about mental health as a culture, and I think the stigma has reduced to a certain extent. Okay, so the first app is called Headspace. It's for meditation and can reduce the symptoms of anxiety and prepare your mind to deal with future stressors. It's a soothing app, allows you to meditate anywhere. The second app is called Mood Tools. It aims to create a plan to help you understand and alleviate your symptoms of depression. It contains a thought diary that'll help you track your moods, a safety plan for suicidal ideation, and brain activities for when you're feeling down. The next one is Calm with over half a billion downloads. It's one of the leading apps for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. With your schedule in mind, you can choose a meditation program on the platform that ranges anywhere from 3 to 25 minutes, and it boosts a fe- boasts a feature called Sleep Stories that has celebrities like Matthew McConaughey reading you a bedtime story. And I love that. I love bedtime stories. And the next app is called Happify. If you're in a low mood, Try a game from Happify. The app claims that their evidence-based activities can help reduce stress and relieve you of negative feelings, plus you can track your mood over time. The next one is called Anxiety Coach, and it says, what are you afraid of? Ask or Anxiety Coach asks you to make a list of what frightens you and uses cognitive behavior therapy tools to guide you to a place where they don't seem quite as terrifying. This app is great for people who like to track their progress and are open and willing to get a lot of feedback. So that's all we have for today. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us and I want to ask you please leave Uh, feedback in whatever platform you're listening to now because that helps other listeners find the podcast and I look forward to talking to you again on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm Shannon. Namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes We Rise com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted, custom-blended, organic, non-GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand-poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's from Ashes We Rise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.